Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> where my head's been this week i uh i didn't even remember i was still watching the last of us like i feel like maybe i felt like i finished it <laughs> just because everybody else is done with it <laughs> you never even finished outer range no i picked up something else i started and finished something else yeah outer range might have been when Yellow you were Jackets watching it on. as it was coming on and then you just it had to have been something else maybe not yellow jackets but something no you were way done with yellow jackets by then i was watching yellow jackets when mm. outer range was on and that was after you the most excited. <laughs> the most excited about that. Yellow jackets. Oh my God. How many times can I say yellow jackets? I don't know. Yellow jackets. Get the raid, the hot shot, the one with the 20 foot spray, bitch. <laughs> um, Is that a line from something? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you can't get the generic shit it really doesn't spray that far all the time you know what i'm saying you will get stung and you will <laughs> yeah. fall down in your yard you get the hot shot the one that's like wasp and hornet spray you're like oh that's killing some shit oh kelly killed some outside and uh she was like i forgot about like taking off running <laughs> you know when you get older you don't just burst into a fucking run Sprint, like ever. as soon as you're done <laughs> Yeah, and I'm not talking like older, older. Like once you pass 30, you will find very few reasons to burst into a run. And the day you do that, because you have to, it's going to hurt like fuck the next day. Like things hurt you didn't expect to hurt because you never just leap into action. Well, I think I, I climbed a tree to cut some limbs. I climbed the <laughs> tree though, right? We're going to go uncle corner now. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I didn't really think anything of it, but the week after was fucked <laughs> from climbing a tree, cutting limbs for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes and coming back down. The last time I killed hornets, I burst into a run. I fell down three times. Oh, you told me. That's right. And I fucking, I was sore, not from falling down. It was from, like, just exploding into a run hey we'd already started doing this right like i think i may have talked about it on here well i feel like it was a day we recorded an episode i think it was because you were still all hyped you were like, like yeah i was all scraped up and shit <laughs> fucking idiot but like the getting older thing yeah i climbed the tree i got scratches remember when you moved into that house and i jumped on the trampoline <laughs> i was the first person to do it i was like i'll test it out and like I, my whole all my spine and everything got squished <laughs> from me jumping on it and i was like oh yeah, if I jump off of something higher, it's more firm now. Like, there's less bounce. It's just like thud. You know, yeah. it's not like you can kind of cushion it Yeah, your bones are getting harder every yeah. day. God. Yeah, fuck. Well, now that that's out of the way, <laughs> what'd you watch? Oh, um, <laughs> well, you talked about it, so I had to watch, uh, you know, what happened to MH370. Oh, did you really? I did. It's pretty weird, right? I remember it being in the news, right? It's it's a bunch. Well, it of was these right lately. before the pandemic, so it just kind of vanished. Well, and that's the thing. I heard about it. Heard about it. I didn't know that it was this odd that there were this many questions. Oh, it wasn't right. It was during the Obama administration. It was like fourteen, right? Twenty fourteen. Yeah, that's right. So it was twenty fourteen. Um, but there was. I just feel like something else was happening, or I didn't grasp uh, the depth of what was happening, uh, or how long it went on. 
Yes, that too. But wow, that one really is the treasure hunter shit is the funniest part. The to Indiana me. Jones guy. Yeah. <laughs> that he just like miraculously found a piece no everywhere step. he went. He was so good at finding. Okay. They didn't acknowledge the chick who found the debris in the satellite image. They brought it back at the end. They show the one little clip of her where it's like, oh, right. Yeah, like, and I thought it was going to lead into, and this led to this. The most convincing theory is based on that. I'm thinking, yeah. I think. I, and I mean, okay, Because so. that one that they did at the end aligned with her original, like, right at the beginning. Yes. Her being like, I see something in the water. But then why didn't anybody go explore those areas? Like, why couldn't somebody just take out a vet? Like, they've got a general idea based on her pictures, right? I'm sure there's some type of coordinates. Send a small ship out. I get that, but under no circumstance do that many people cooperate. That's what I'm saying. There's no, there's no big conspiracy, like not on like a multi-country scale. Not on a, but I feel like something's definitely up. Something's weird for sure. Yeah, but um, I mean, I'm just why didn't they go? They went back to her towards the end, but I thought it would lead to more. Anyway, yeah, it was a good watch. It informed. It was a good watch too because they seated that lady at the beginning. And I forgot about her. Yeah, and the, but see, when they brought her back, didn't you expect maybe a little more? Maybe a little more. I expected somebody to maybe go back and be like, let's see what you found. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But Once I saw her, I was like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah, because I was waiting. And just her seemed pretty convincing to me. I mean, I'm just saying, if you're out there looking. She seemed like the only one looking. Yeah. No, the treasure hunter guy, though, that was a bit odd. That was the fun part, though. <laughs> that was the fun part. Because I was like, this fucking guy. But, I mean, no, that's awful. It's awful. Something definitely happened. It's just so strange. It really is a strange tale. But, um, and then I watched the new Boston Strangler movie with Keira Knightley on Hulu. Oh, I, American accent, Keira Knightley. Never seen that. Uh, I liked it. Or maybe I, I have. I don't know. Of all the serial killer things that have happened in history, I've never really learned that much about the Boston. I didn't know that much about that situation. So, MH370 was, in a way, not satisfying just because it's a mystery. Yeah, it's an unsolved mystery. So it's cool, but at the same way, you're like, oh, I needed something else to, you know, I need the, you know, closure would be nice than this for everyone involved. Boston Strangler. Do you know the story of the Boston Strangler? Yeah. Okay. Thoroughly. So, yeah, this is about the two writers. Serial um, killers are my jam. Yeah, Gene Cole and Loretta McLaughlin. Mm -hmm. McLaughlin. I love it. That's one of those last names, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll let it go. Um, Ridley yes, Scott was uh, <laughs> yes, I knew. <laughs> That's why he was bouncing in there. I know. Um, Ridley Scott was one of nine producers <laughs> on this movie. I didn't even know. I, I was watching the credits and I was like, Produce Ridley they Scott put some really money into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you've got nine producers and then like you throw him in there for zest, I guess. Executive producers and producer credits are just well, and that's the deal. They're just he, the thing they get handed out sometimes. Well, and I looked specifically he was a producer not an executive producer i think even the executive producers are not necessarily working there were nine of them on this movie anyway good movie but again if you know what happens with the bosses a little bit less than satisfied at the end of the film but uh it had a bunch of people in it man uh carrie coon left yeah, i saw that yeah yeah carrie coon i've been in the same room with her yeah. <laughs> I've, yes, I've, shared, I've shared air with her um you were in a scene in a tv show with her yeah, not, not just you were in a room. Yeah, so I, I was mean, in a room with her. Every time I see Carrie Coon, I'm like, yes, I've heard you speak, um, several times over and over and over again. Yeah, the same thing, <laughs> over and over and over again. Uh, but Chris Cooper, I call him RoboCop Three. 
<laughs> the yeah. guy, you know who I mean? I do. What is that? Slimmer? He was in... Thinner. Thinner. <laughs> Slimmer. Thinner. I knew who was there. Who was the gypsy was like, Slimmer. <laughs> you just look good. Well, it's in my notes, I put RoboCop 3. Then I also put Slater from Days oh. Be Confused. Um, oh, not from Saved by the Bell Bummer. Yeah, no. Not Mario Lopez? Slater. No, um, <laughs> nah, man. Long hair Slater. Beanie. Still Mario Lopez. Real... <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not Mario Lopez. And it had Alessandro Nivola. Oh, yeah. Good movie. Good movie. Good movie. Um, again, if you know the story. But not a satisfying ending? Or are you talking about the docuseries? I mean, okay, with the strangler, it turns out it was probably multiple people. Well, that's with a lot of those. Yeah. Son of Sam. and uh, I know. I just watched that one, Texas Killing Fields. Yeah. It turned out that was probably like a ton of people. They just, it was a area where they, they could do that. They just wanted a serial killer. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Gra uh, yeah. Um, very intriguing docuseries. Good movie. Not disappointed with either one. Uh, you watch anything new? Uh, I watched Triangle of Sadness. <gasps> How was that? I don't know if I liked it or not. Oh, I didn't like your face. Oh, Dude, well, that it makes really me watch it, though. fucking long. Was it? God, it's long. Did it get really slow at times? Yeah. Damn. The slowest part was the beginning. Okay. To be honest. If you can get through part one. Is part which one. Which is like, like good, about male modeling. Is it about a good 30, 45 minutes part one? It's an hour. Part one? Hour 15. So is the whole movie like this a three a hour three piece? three and a half hour long movie. <sighs> I'm glad we didn't go see that in the theater then. I had no idea. I think it was three and a half hours. It was at least three hours long. Okay. It was I so long, man. But it was all right. I mean, I would have liked uh, three different movies to it's be made out of that one movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have skipped the first one, mm -hmm. watched the Woody Harrelson, and then I don't want to tell you any more about it. I liked stuff about it, mm -hmm. but on the whole, it's long, man. It's who, really do, long. Do you, do you remember who directed it? I can't remember his name. It's a Swedish or Finnish guy or something like okay. that. So it's a little, it's got a different kind of flow. Yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> Just I'm hesitant to call anything like that brilliant. So know? I know Woody Harrelson's in it. Anybody else? No, not really. He's like the bigger He's name. The only big name. Okay. Does he have a major part in the movie? He has a major part in one third of the movie. Holy shit. Is it the first part? No. Cool. <laughs> no more. Maybe I'll watch that while you're out. Maybe that'll be one of mine. It's really long. So imagine, okay, the way that I, it, the, the I length liked, of time it takes I me to watch a, a movie. I liked a lot about that movie, but I don't know if I liked the movie. <laughs> I want to watch it now. How many tries do you think it would take for me to watch a three and a half hour 16 movie? 16 tries for you to watch this movie. <laughs> so eight days, maybe 12 days? Maybe 40. Maybe like a biblical <laughs> amount of days. Uh, Anything, uh, Anything else about it? Anything you've never seen before? Mind blowing? No. Does nobody lured a zombie no. away with a used tampon? There was a lot to like. <laughs> it was just a lot. It was a lot of stuff. Okay. And uh, is the dialogue heavy? No. Okay. It's not like uh, Yorgos. Yeah. What's look? Look. I I can't remember his name off the top of my head without having it written down right in front of me. But the guy who directed The Lobster and oh. It's so, not. It has that tone, mm -hmm. but it's not. I would call him brilliant. Uh, this I would call long-winded. It you, wasn't like highbrow necessarily. Did just you very slow? What was that? Uh, Rushmore back in the day. What Wes Anderson? Yeah. So I'm okay. I you know I have my whatever 
yeses and nos with Wes Anderson, but Rushmore to me was always, I couldn't do it. Oh, it's my favorite one. Are you serious? Yeah, Rushmore and Life Aquatic are my two favorites. Okay. I didn't know you felt that way about Rushmore. I love Rushmore. I think it's great. To me, that's like... I think it's his best movie. Oh, my God. I put that one at the bottom. Really? I love it. I love it. Actually, no. I like the story in that one a lot more than I like the story of most of the other ones. Darjeeling Limited didn't rub me the right way, but I think I still put it above Rushmore. I liked that one more than other people did. Darjeeling? Yeah. Yeah. Royal Tenenbaums is not my favorite. Of it's time. not my favorite. Life Aquatic. I love Life Aquatic. Blows my Also, mind. really long and did it for me the whole time. <laughs> did you watch Also that? on a boat. Did you watch the newest Wes, Ander Wes, Wes Anderson? I don't think I did. <laughs> I didn't either. It, you know, some cast is uh Those familiar. I like to see in a theater, and I just didn't. So I get around to it eventually. Great theater movies to me. That would be a good one to watch at Paramount. Wes yeah. Anderson movies. Oh, yeah, for sure. I Because I picture like that old velvet, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing with those is like a lot of times if I put them on, I won't actively watch them mm -hmm. at my house. But if you stick me in a theater, I'm so absorbed. That's well, why I think they're good theater movies. Well, hold on. And I'm going to cut you off before you get out to what else you watched. I did watch something else. The second Sicario. <laughs> Sicario was good. <laughs> but, but not the second one <laughs> it, it was okay yeah it was okay you know i like well not everything needs a sequel i like benicio del toro i'm a fan of cable cable's the best x-man <laughs> he's my favorite he's in the goonies anyway just want to throw that there uh do you watch anything else i watched uh don't trust the bee in apartment 23 with Kristen ritter i had watched that's Some a show, of it a right? really long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. In like the early days of streaming, I watched it. It was a canceled TV show. Also, ABC aired it out of order and it's on Hulu out of order also. How does that happen? Really annoying. Why does that? I think they tried to kill it or something, but apparently they aired it in two seasons. My memory of it was that it was a laugh track sitcom, but I told Kelly she would like it and she started watching it. I started watching it with her like four episodes in. We watched the whole series. It's like uh, 19 episodes in season two and seven in season one. But some of the episodes are out of order. James Vanderbeek is in the show as himself. He's a main <laughs> character. As himself. As himself. He's her best friend. And Kristen Ritter is fucking hilarious in that show. Uh, oh, my gosh. So good. You know James Vanderbeek is a Very Texan tall. now? He's a Texan these days? He's always been a Texan. But, I mean, I think it's close to Austin now if it hasn't always oh, been. Oh, but he's from here, though. Uh, like, from Texas. Is he? Yeah. Oh, wow. He does H-E-B commercials. I didn't see any H-E-B commercials with James Vanderbeek. I think I've told you about this. I think ah. I told you about it on the podcast. Find it and be like, you don't remember shit, old man. No, that would be a good one. Because, no, I'm, uh, I'm yeah, he failing. Does, he does H-E-B commercials. Okay. Which, I get it. H-E-B is the shit, dude. You go to other states, you don't have H-E-B. No, but. Good job, the beak. <laughs> I was okay with whatever grocery store was in Colorado. Yeah, and Giant Eagle in Pennsylvania. I was all right with that. Yeah, I wish I could remember the name. But H-E-B is dope. You don't know if, if you don't go without it for a period of time. Look, the sushi Like, gone. if you have to go to nothing but Kroger's, you're going to get real fond memories of H-E-B. So, be an apartment to anything else? I mean... No true crime? Uh, <laughs> no. I'll keep it covered. I, I stay off the true crime for the most part. And the murder mystery shows? That's mm -hmm. Kelly's bag. Uh, Netflix just put out a new Waco yesterday. Waco, like American Apocalypse or some shit like oh, that. Oh, it's like a docu-series, right? I think so. I am partial to the Taylor 
kitsch miniseries. Yeah, I think that one's on Hulu, and they're show they're like promoting it right now because Netflix just released theirs yesterday. I mean, why watch a documentary when you can watch Michael Shannon? Well, it's that new Boston Strangler because that's out on Hulu. They've got the movie Boston Strangler from 68. Then I think Netflix or someone else has their Boston Strangler documentary on their like main page. The last murder docuseries that got me was the Richard Ramirez. or uh, Night Stalker? The Night Stalker documentary. Yeah. yeah, the Night Stalker was thrilling at the end, which is funny because the police don't catch that dude. L.A. does. <laughs> Fuck that guy up. Yeah. Stop killing our kids. Yeah, man. Like the whole neighborhood's coming together. Yeah. So that was, uh, I enjoyed the end of that. And nothing has impressed me quite so much because I was like, damn. You want to know why I'll never forget that? I watched that staying at somebody else's house during the winter storm when they cut our water and power. <laughs> On the news? The Night Stalker? Yeah. I mean, I watched the Netflix special. Oh, okay. That was the first time I watched it. was recent. I thought, like, when you were a kid, you watched... No, no, no. Like, the OJ fucking chase. I did watch the OJ chase. (laughs) I did, too. I was in a bedroom uh, with a TV that had, like, red digital numbers on the front. I'll never forget that either. (laughs) It's very specific. (laughs) Well, I remember because I'd have to change it to MTV for Beavis and Butthead. So I'll always remember, like, the numbers were red. It was an old-ass TV in the room. I remember those. Yeah. I remember those. You know, it was, like, that weird, like, alarm clock number. It was like, oh, yeah. I think MTV was channel 34. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember if it was when I was in high school or when I was a little kid, but mm-hmm. I used to have one of those. It had the two dials, and I wasn't really sure what the other one was for. <laughs> you remember those TVs? Yeah, yeah. But this movie made me nostalgic for just being in a fucking video store. It just, wasn't as much video store as I wanted it to be. But it did start in it, and there was quite a bit of it. And, and even, it was big. Yeah, those were some long shelves. It's one heck of a catalog. Yeah, what were the weird flip? By the way, everyone, we watched Beyond the Gates, if you didn't read it in the title of this episode, which is on uh, AMC+. Plus. It'll be our last AMC Plus movie. Yeah, I think I'm done. Goodbye. It was fun. It was fun. Thanks for Near Dark. I could keep it another month and watch stuff like this, because Shudder has a great deal of stuff like this. I liked this one. You did? I did. I wasn't sure whether you were going to like it or not, because you're not as much of this kind of horror guy as I am. No. Like, I like the B, stuff that would have been straight to video back in the day. I like some of that stuff a lot. Like, maybe too much. And those, like, real gory Italian horror movies. I like that (laughs) shit, too. No, this one. But this had a... uh, It hit the spot. Yeah, it had a Don Coscarelli feel to it. A phantasm quality. Old Fright Night. Uh, I think I t- I Fright Night a, Two maybe not Fright Night One. Uh, it's cool corny. Yeah, corn dog. It's, it was a cornucopia. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> corn references <laughs> with a K. Oh man, your summary this time. Beyond the Gates is about two estranged brothers, John and Gordon, who are reunited by the disappearance of their father who has been missing for seven months. While packing up their father's VHS-only video store, they come across a VCR board game called Beyond the Gates in their father's locked office. Back at their childhood home, along with Gordon's girlfriend, Margot, they decide to play the game. The tape is a close-up of a woman named Evelyn that tells them to set up the board and that they must collect four keys to make it Beyond the Gates. When they fail to immediately set up the board, Evelyn eerily waits until they do and ominously says that collecting the keys is the only way to save their father's soul. Evelyn, we get to talk about her, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Have to. Later that night, Gordon wakes up to find the TV on in the living room. They call Gordon's high school buddy, Derek, a police officer, to come look at the tape. However, Derek can't see anything but static. When they find an actual gate in the basement, they decide their only choice is to play, but each key comes with deadly consequences for those around them in a fight with the damned souls lost beyond the gates. Beyond the Gates was directed by Jackson Stewart, who co-wrote the movie with Steven Scarlatta. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. You think that's right? I eat a place called uh, Salada. You know, they got they got the pitas and the salads <laughs> and the, the little Sammies. It's Salada and uh, Scarlatta. He produced Jodorowsky's Dune. But what I just said about producers earlier makes that a little wishy-washy. <laughs> yeah, it does. You just fucking, you undermine him like crazy. I mean, to invalidate you, sir. <laughs> It premiered in 2016 at the L.A. Film Festival, where it received an audience award in the festival's midnight section. The movie stars Graham Skipper as Gordon, Chase Williamson as John, Bria Grant as Margot, Barbara Crampton as Evelyn, Matt Mercer as Derek, Justin Wellborn as John's friend Hank, and Jesse Merlin as Elric. I want to say Elric. Elric. uh, Yeah. Elric, right? Yeah. Jesse, they should have just called him fucking Merlin. (laughs) Creepy fucking Merlin. The owner of the local oddities shop. Because you know every small town has a local oddities shop. Dude, hashtag sex offender Merlin. Needful things. <laughs> it holds an 83% Rotten Tomatoes critic score, which is astounding. The audience score is 29%, which is what attracted me to this movie in the first place. If the critics liked it, even if it's like 30 of them, and the audience fucking hated it, I have to see that movie. I had no idea those numbers going into this. That's that's a shame. It's a 5.1 on IMDb, and that makes sense, too. I feel like that makes sense. But seeing that high Rotten Tomatoes score next to that really low audience score... Where's the disconnect? The disconnect is there aren't as many people like you and me. So fair warning to everyone if you... Uh, made it all the way through the summary, and now you're getting my warning. <laughs> <laughs> This movie is, it's a B-horror movie, but it was pretty fun and good. And I like when people make movies on their own. I like this modern B-horror movie look. It's just fine. It's just fine. It had a certain clerk's quality to the dialogue. There were a lot of really long shots where there was dialogue back and forth. And to their credit, they did a really good job with that dialogue. My only like suggestion would have been each shot could have had a little bit edited off the end of it mm-hmm. to make it a little quicker. Well, Gordon, Graham Skipper, his face, his facial expression. He's a Brian O'Halloran <laughs> from Clerks, the main character, Dante. Yeah. He has a Dante quality. He was like Harry Potter mixed with Dante. Yeah. But undercover tough guy. He was a certain kind of dude. Well, I mean, right from the get-go, you can tell these estranged brothers, you know, opposites. One's a party or one wasn't. Yeah, and I almost wish Chase Williamson was more of the main character of the movie. Because I like him a lot. He did He did good. And I like Bria Grant a lot, too. Bria Grant directed uh, Torn Hearts, that country music horror movie that I watched. Oh, shit. That I told you about with uh, Katie Seagal. Mm-hmm. She also made a movie called 12-Hour Shift about a nurse that I think... I want to say it had that lady who's up, who was up for an Oscar that was like controversial. The what chick lady? from Mandy. Oh shit! She was like the surprise best actress thing, and everyone was like huh? flipping out about it. I don't know if it was like a race thing or anything. I didn't even read it. Most of those articles. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck. No. Let the rich people tear themselves apart. 
<laughs> um, you know, she's from Texas. She's a Texan, went to UT. Bria Grant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From Texas, went to UT. Yes. And I think I've seen her around. Because really? she's our age. At the time we were college age, this was not a very big town. I like her stuff. She has a podcast as well called Reading Glasses. It's like a book club kind of podcast. Hmm. So respect. No, no. Um, no, these characters, uh, Chase, uh, you know, you kind of wish he did have a bigger role. I like him. But I love John Dies at the End. Yeah. But that's because I love Jason Pargin, who recently got controversy for saying that uh, lobsters are trash food and that we just think they're good because they're expensive. Who said that? <laughs> David Wong. <laughs> Jason Pargin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he got It was on CNN for that. Fucking people, man. The shit they'll pick out to... Yeah, he did like a TikTok video about how he didn't think that lobsters were all that good. We've just been told that they're good. Well, I've been telling you about expensive. his TikToks, right? Sometimes it's a real mind fuck, and sometimes he's just like fuck this, but in this weird fashion. Like yeah. it's like a blunt, but not completely obvious that he's telling you fuck this, but he's saying fuck this, like or, real short ones. Yeah, yeah. And so I can see how that would be a thing. I love love his blog, love everything he did at Cracked, and John dies at the end. The movie was very much the same feeling as this one. I like that that guy does this kind of movie. Chase Williamson. I think about a meat man from time to time. If the doorknob turns into a penis, you cannot go that way. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> I forget about it's that. It's my favorite gag in the whole book and the movie. And it's in the very beginning. It's like he reaches for the doorknob, it turns into a dick, and he goes, we cannot go that way. <laughs> Classic. Um... Who is the asshole guy? Uh, Hank. Hank. So Final Destination was one of his big credits. And I'm like, was that the one with the NASCAR? Like the racetrack? And I was like, I feel like that's the one at the racetrack. And he's like a country dude at the racetrack. Was it? I think that's it. Bria Grant and Chase Williamson, they were on a show called Rocket Jump that I watched on Hulu. It's probably still on there. But it's like they're making short indie films. And they show you, like, the whole process of making it, and then they show you the film. Uh, Ashley Bunch, who does uh, Aloy's voice in, her, in Horizon Zero Dawn, mm -hmm. and uh, you've definitely played a video game where she did a voice in it. She does a lot of She's video game voiceovers. She's on Mythic Quest, the uh, It's Always Sunny Guys Apple TV show, and uh, it's, like, about a video game company. Mm -hmm. I fucking love that show. <laughs> but she was also in the Rocket Jump. Okay. Show. She made a short film that was it was like uh it was Firefly Doctor Who fan fiction where Mal Reynolds and the Doctor hook up. Oh. It was like that was the way she did it. And it was hilarious. <laughs> but a lot of the filmmakers in that used Bria Grant and Chase Williamson as actors in their movie. It was cool. Well, Hank, I thought Hank did look familiar. He's also from The Signal. Oh, fuck, he is from The Signal. That's like the guy I from The Signal. I love that movie. Well, and so other interesting credits, he was in iCarly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. So he was in iCarly. He was in one called The Bay. Did you ever watch that one, a horror movie? I think I did. I've watched it like twice for some reason. Don't ask me why, but I was like, oh, shit, okay. Um, and he was also in The Crazies, the new one. Oh, the remake. The newer one with yeah. the, Timothy Oliphant. The Bay, for some reason, the reason I watched it, I was really, really baked one night. <laughs> and I was like, what if it's just Michael Bay, like, tearing through a city? Like, Godzilla? <laughs> it's the Bay. That's how I put that movie on. 
I knew what it was. I watched it once, and I watched it again, and I was eating while I was watching it, and I was like, oh, I couldn't like eat while I was watching yeah, it. Yeah, so if anyone out there is wondering how I found this movie, that's how. <laughs> this is the kind of thing I gamble on. Yeah. And so, it was good. It was. It was. I like how we, we met everybody really fast. You're not a huge cast to keep up with. Other than the ones I listed, I think there were like two or three more people in this movie. Total. Well, in my mind, is just so... It's got this thing now. Um, I was like, oh, man, this was a good COVID one. And then I was like, oh, it was made in uh, 2016. <laughs> yeah, that any cast that's that small is like a COVID movie. Yeah, I'm just assuming it's a COVID movie now when it's like that small of a cast. It was quality filmmaking, though, as far as like. And then the special effects were cheesy on purpose. And I really liked that. Cool corny. Yeah, it's like the blood and guts and stuff were so fake looking that it made it good. It's like a yeah, it's like the uh, good dialogue, the the cheesy fucking dialogue in um Jennifer's body. Yeah. That makes me love Jennifer's body cuz they're like Oh, cuz I was like the fucking audacity of Diablo Cody to write that line <laughs> right there. That was why I was so impressed with that movie. It was I was like, "You fucking did." <laughs> what, what line? Just any line in that movie. In that movie. Like, "Do you buy all your murder weapons at Home Depot?" Uh -huh. You're so butch. It smells like Thai food. Have you guys been fucking? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. K-I-C-K-E-R. Underrated Adam Brody performance in that movie, too. Through the trees, I will follow. But their last name in this movie was Hardesty, which I'm pretty sure was Marilyn's last name in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. In the original one, the 1984. That'd be a cool little connection. Nice little homage. Yeah. Homage. Little shout out. Little hey. Little honorable mention. Little hey. Nudge, nudge, poke, poke. I also found out where the video store was. It's a real video store in uh, Los Angeles. Okay. And they filmed inside of it. I wouldn't have pictured LA. I thought they found a small town somewhere where somebody was keeping that shit going. It was a big one. You didn't normally see indie ones that big in cities. So Other I, than I love video here. I'm glad it's it was huge. California, though, because in my head, I did think small town. But when they showed that house, I was like, that feels like they're doing this in California because that looks like one of those older California houses. Yeah, that dark wood and mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, for sure. Like it looks like it's a good sized house, but it's probably not huge. Barbara Crampton did her own makeup for this movie. Really? Yeah, because nice. it was like a last minute thing, them getting her on board. So Evelyn. Yeah. So the, the resting faces of Evelyn, like when she was waiting. It was almost like a floating. It did make it kind of creepy. <laughs> God, the guy in the background, when he goes downstairs and the static's on, there was like a person standing. Yeah, that one. Yeah, mm -hmm. it looked like a fucking guitarist from Mayhem or Emperor or something. <laughs> like, you get scared, but then you're like, wait, is somebody going to shred? Yeah. <laughs> wait, is this guy going to make his own board game? <laughs> That's what the guy from Mayhem did. He made a like online role-playing game that is not fun. And that's how we ended up with the settlers of. No, I'm just. <laughs> he makes a lot of uh, videos from his car. I mean, I guess if you're on the go. Well, I mean, how far can you fall? <laughs> you have to murder some people and burn down a church. Uh, let's see where where are we at here. Let's do kind of hopping around, but I like the uh, the grief stuff. How it ended up being a sort of make peace with your father stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unsettled, unsettled, unfinished business. But their awkwardness with each other was pretty good in the beginning. The slow clap hug. The <laughs> slow clap hug? Explain that. Okay, so the very first time, I think it's in the video store, they kind of like go to, and then they're like, oh, let's hug. I think there were two more hugs after that. 
And I called it the slow clap hug because there was like this little bit of buildup and hesitation. But then it's like, it's just a pat and a go pat and go. Yeah. There, Cause there was like this, Oh, we're going in. Oh, brief pause. Okay. Bring it in, bro. Slow clap hug. It was like the hug of slow claps. Maybe indicative of their relationship. Actually, when you put it that way, what's ambient sex. I don't take Ambien, but I think you do, don't you? They gave me Ambien at 15, and this was before people knew about all the shit. Because what, 15 was like 99, 2000? Ambien was like fresh. It was hot. Um, it wasn't on my insurance, so my my uh, psychologist gave me free samples of Ambien. Like, I mean, I got a fucking stack of those little plastic things. <laughs> like, I had so many free Ambien's. The thing with Ambien, it's one of those you take it, and go to sleep. And you know, that's the whole stigma with it. Don't take it and miss the window. You start tripping balls, do shit you don't remember, you know, like almost like an amnesia state. My question here is, is it fun to fuck? That's what I that's what I was thinking because I had ambient sex in my notes too. I was like, that's a crazy good shout out to some weird sex. She was down and he's like, not in his bed. <laughs> Cause you know Do you notice their dad had a picture of himself in his fucking room? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a picture. Like he looks at it fondly, and I'm like, "That's his fucking room." room. He has a pic, just a face photo of himself framed That's in the room. That's a very good point. No, that is a bit odd. I didn't catch that. But uh, I mean, she's trying to have ambient sex in the dad's bed, who's disappeared, and and he's got a picture of dead. himself right there. I mean, that office key was in a really handy spot, though, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understood that. I'm I'm a person who like I'm fine with it. Before I was a married man. <laughs> I would just get in fuck. I would just lay on top of the bed in my clothes a lot and pass out. Yeah, this is comfy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> wake up with the drool because yeah. you hit so if hard. If I take my clothes off, I'll wake up. So the distance from the couch to the bed is just it's a fall. Well, I can't believe he turned down the ambient sex, but he did. Yeah, unfucking believable. That girl is out of your league, bro. I had to really, yeah fine with it is suspend disbelief there well i felt like did you like how during the movie her hair was curly but then like that last scene that she was in it was straight and a little shorter after they started playing the game did you notice that they wear the color of their yes game piece the entire fucking movie because she was red but it was slightly pink but you know close enough and then the gray was you know they yeah but it, then it intensified they were similar enough they were similar enough yeah it, okay so they start this game and then they turn it off and it's like you can't just quit a haunted game I don't think that's... Everybody should just assume that's one of the rules. Have you never seen fucking Jumanji? Yeah. This is horror Jumanji, people. Or anything with a videotape? Like, once you start it, there's no turning it off. To be fair, the only stakes she actually gave him were to save your dad's soul. Like, she wasn't like, or you'll die. Couldn't hear monkeys. When they kill the noble one, <laughs> and when Hank eats it in the bar scene, which we need to come back to, the bodies disappear, right? Well, when everybody's soul is saved at the end, or, you know, like, because Margot comes back and the dad's soul is saved, even though he can't come back in physical form. What happened to the noble one, Derek the cop, or Hank? Are they... That was the question I had, too. I also was thinking about that. Was Did it all really happen? Or was it, like, you know, parallel universe Jumanji? Well, I mean, I her only asterisk, Evelyn's only asterisk in the explanation after they finished the game, uh... But your father's, you know, can't come back physically. You didn't mention Derek or Hank. I mean, and Derek was a cop. 
there's not going to be questions people about are that. Gonna, he might be the only cop. For yeah. All we know. <laughs> yeah. So people are going to notice. I mean, even that's faster. what small towns have. They have one cop, oh. one video store, and an oddities shop with a creepy guy. Super creepy guy. But um, how about that bar scene though? Oh man, what I liked even more was that because that was induced by a voodoo doll, mm-hmm. the blood that came out of the voodoo doll. They added blood to the voodoo doll, which doesn't always and happen. And it spurted the fuck out, too. <laughs> I liked that. Uh, it, I knew where it was going. Like, you knew where it was going. Oh, for sure. Because the cards looked like the people. You know, the Beyond the Gates tarot cards? Yeah. In- included? <laughs> um, yeah, because... Easy to clean up board game, though. Gotta say. I have some really intense board games that take up to an hour to set up. <laughs> and break down well yeah and some of them you have to put the pieces just right back in the little plastic tray that goes in the box three pieces three cards go find your own fucking key <laughs> especially when they just keep popping up in skulls and shit i liked the other one when it was in his head his face ripping apart was awesome that was nice and gory this the blood splatter and the just the intestines flying out and even did you notice that one where it's like somebody's pulling it towards the camera in the scene yeah <laughs> like that's how they did the you special effects see with when they would move the pieces on their own too the that very... somebody was poking them from off screen with like a green stick and then they removed it the first one had that streak i swear there was like a streak or something happened in that first one because i was like i saw something <laughs> like, yeah, what, for sure what was that like, that was probably the same time i saw it but it was still great and then i got lost about how, what they had to do to get the third key or if like she was calling her the maiden. Did you notice the length of the movie before you started? Hour and a half. Not even. Hour and a half. One twenty-three. Uh, like an hour and twenty-two minutes. Yeah. An hour and twenty-two minutes. So there were still two keys left at like the fifteen or twenty-minute mark, like time remaining. And I was like, "How the fuck? Two keys in like the last 15, 20 minutes? What are y'all gonna do here? Is it gonna fast forward yourself in the game?" They did it though, because like from a storytelling thing, like the dark part where everything is shit. That's mm-hmm. when. Bria Grant goes missing. Yeah, they go like beyond the gates to the upside down. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How'd you like when the he walked up to the gate and that the hand like, comes deadite out? arm just caressed him? It was such a gentle touch, like reassuring. But it had like a shock though, or like something. Well, he, he jumped back for sure. I feel like it was more like a uh like it shot some like a, I thought he was maybe. Gonna have, I like his it, good reaction. It felt to like, stab a, like it. a very like you know. Oh, hey buddy. Mm. Yeah, it, it wasn't fast moving. It wasn't like, ah, jump scare. It was just like... It just reached out and touched him. But he did make it, and he did do the stab. I like the stab. He's got a switchblade. Like, who carries a switchblade? This isn't an 80s Stephen King movie. I don't know, but I've always wanted one. Yeah? Just for the one time I get to freak somebody out by pulling it out and using it to, like, cut an apple. You know, I had a lot of knives. when I, I never had one of those. I had a lot of butterfly knives. Those were hard to get when we were kids. But it was cool to get them, and They're so you would get them. They were super illegal when we were kids. We live in Texas, so you can do whatever the fuck you want here. But The first one I got was actually a trip to the border town with family. We went to Del Rio, where you just cross the border and go, you know? Your first butterfly knife? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was one of the things I bought. I bought it without them seeing. Because they wouldn't let me get the bullwhip that I wanted. What the fuck? So we all ended up with, like, a blanket, and I had my uh, butterfly knife. They didn't even know. Man, they're like nunchucks. Yeah. Isn't it Del Rio? I think that's the name of it. Yeah, Del Rio. I got pretty good with one of those when I was a kid. Opening it. That was cool. Uh, Yeah, I was just telling somebody about my Zippo tricks the other day. I can still do those. I smoked cigarettes for a very long time. (laughs) Um, Hey, what? did you notice uh, some titles in the VHS store? A lot of them were made up. 
Yeah, the but ones there were some actual movies. I saw three. I think I've got this connection in the universe to the movie Twister. My eyes fucking locked on it at one point. I saw Sliding Doors. Did you? Yeah. Okay, my other ones that popped out were like Home Alone, but I'm pretty sure it was all of them. And maybe even like a couple, like duplicate. Like it, there were two or three copies of one or two maybe. Nice. Um, and then Pretty Woman was right there in front of Chase Williamson's face at one point. I think I saw most of those. But there were some fucking made up ones too. The made up ones were the one that Derek the cop got. Was that him? That's the director. Was that was it? the director of the movie on the cover. I thought it was Derek, but yeah. it was somebody. I read that in the trivia. There was a shocking amount of like trivia on IMDb about this movie. This is the only movie this dude ever made. Yeah, there was. I saw that there wasn't a lot there. It looked like he wrote an episode of Supernatural. That was pretty much it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading through some of my notes here on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there was some stuff. Uh, you know, the, the voodoo doll, that was cool. Liked it. But when the noble one comes, the shotgun, Derek, I noticed, did you notice the way those boxes were stacked in the backyard? No. It, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck stacks boxes like that when they're doing stuff? And so I made a note, like, stack boxes, you know, question mark, fucked up face. And then when they're getting shot at <laughs> with the shotgun, they hide behind the stacked up cardboard boxes. <laughs> like. Like, these are the motherfuckers that run upstairs. <laughs> it's the, when they're right by the back door already. Yeah, that's a run upstairs move right there. Oh, we're outside in a wide open backyard with a fence. We're going to go hide behind the cardboard boxes. It had me going. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I don't know. Hashtag not surviving long. The voodoo doll in the ground made sense. But then when that key was like sticking out of that thing in the planner it just appears in the garden bed yeah yeah i was like ah, not as cool as being buried yeah in a weird little box i thought it was going to be one of their dead animals they buried when they were a kid and they were going to have to cut open like whiskers you know what i mean but when they pulled it out of the head i really appreciated that yeah he pulls it and then it pops and then the real key's on the ground right i think the real key came out of his head yeah when it blew up yeah yeah mm -hmm. I, also, I noticed that awesome and then when he picked it up i was like oh shit this is a murder scene dude well, and, and then he disappeared, and I was like, oh, I fucking forgot. At least they disappear. It's less to deal with. But at the same time, at the end, why did the, are they resurrected? I or, don't know. Are their souls free? Was any of it real? Or was it just the other universe of the game? See, I think it was real, because that's before... It'd be cooler if it was real. It, yeah. I almost thought when the game was over, and they were waking up, or they were in the living room, and it was like daylight outside, was this all the same night? I think it was over two nights. But it didn't explain. At, at least two or three. I think that's something that is missing from horror movies. feel like they have to fucking explain everything a lot of the time now. Like how that works and where that comes from. It was nice like when we watched Near Dark. It's no fucking explanation. No like how the vampires stuff works. And I appreciate that about this level of movie. Is a well, lot of the times they don't. You don't need to explain that shit to me necessarily. With Near yeah. Dark you pointed out they never said the word vampire. Yeah, exactly. Classy as fuck. I don't need that. I don't want to see the alien all that much. That was the thing that, like, the original alien did so well. You didn't explain to us, like, where it came from or why the company has any interest in it and stuff like that. And I really appreciate that in a movie is just don't explain it all to me. Or other B-horror movies where it's the big reveal of the monster or the beast or the entity and it's like, ugh. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that happened with the ritual. Like, in the book... Did I've watched I feel like that you one? never really even see the thing in the book. Mm -hmm. Like he never describes it. 
it's never fully in view. But in the end of that movie, they had to fucking show you. <laughs> and I was like, I don't need to see it. The fact that something is chasing you is much scarier. To me. Yeah, sometimes you like the mystique. You know, you like the the not knowing. Well, have you seen that like cut scene from Alien where it's the whole alien? It's the only scene in the movie where they shot the guy in the alien suit and they cut that shit out. Because they were like, that looks like that looks terrible. Was it towards the end or something? It was somewhere uh flamethrower time. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't. I don't know. Oh, like flamethrower with skirt? Man, maybe it's time I do an Alien rewatch again. I feel like I've done Aliens a lot lately. Do you like Alien or Aliens better? Which do you think is the better movie? I'm an Aliens. I I, I was born. I was raised that way. This is a sidebar, but I think that one day we should do an episode where we both watch Alien and Aliens because I do not think Aliens is better than Aliens. It was cool that I was brought up with both, but I was definitely fed Aliens more, and so I feel like that one's ingrained in me. Like that one is a piece of me because of how many times I watched it <laughs> at such a young age. Um, and then so over the years, it's you're trained to it. It's one of those comfort films for me. Alien, though, today, Alien is a quality movie. Oh, I did just watch it a couple months ago. Yeah, we were in Dallas. It's a quality like the Queen. Oh, it's it's the best movie ever made, if you ask me. It really is. But because of where I, cause where I come from, Aliens is my... I, I think you're jam. you're more of a James Cameron guy than a Ridley Scott guy. And I think I'm way more Ridley Scott than James Cameron, obviously. Look, man, you, you haven't even seen the Boston Strangler yet. <laughs> <laughs> Call yourself. What kind of fan are you? Yeah. What kind of Ridley Scott fan are you? I've watched all of Raised by Wolves. <laughs> Look, have you tried The Good Wife yet? Yeah, I watched The Good Wife. Okay. I think the... I told you it was good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that sounds familiar. But yeah, I mean... But I really appreciated that this movie didn't spell that out at the end. But I did wonder what happened. Did they come back? <laughs> well, best slow clap hugs I've ever seen in my life. I, I do hope three. that he gave the brother who was like kind of homelessy some of that house money. Oh, that I'm... house was for sale. And I was like, why don't let the guy who doesn't have a home live there? So what was up with uh, John's the look on his face when uh, Gordon and Margot leave? And he like has a look on his face and then goes back in. But then you go back to the oddity shop. What was the look on his face? Why did he go back in the house? I don't know. That was a. Uh, Do you I know think what I'm talking just about? Like B movie it, the, acting. They went this way. He a little too long on the editing. That's what I'm saying. Like some of those shots, if you just cut the end of something off, the film would have had. It didn't have the rhythm I wanted it to have, but it was definitely a pretty good, pretty quality filmmaking. Hey, so let me ask you this: Did you watch all the way through the credits? You know, I meant to today, but I forgot. What was the scene at the end? There's something at the end of the credits. What was it? I'll Evelyn? never know. Oh, it was Evelyn? <laughs> so, you know. I knew that's what it was going to be. You know, when they weren't doing what they were supposed to in the game, there was just like this, she's just waiting, almost floating. Like it's <laughs> like it's an NPC in a game or something. <laughs> that's all that it was. She's just looking at you with like that. I read somewhere <laughs> that there was a little something after the credits, and I was like, fuck, and I, I gotta go back and watch it. But actually, I think my AMC Plus is gone. Oh, yeah, you said it was a Tuesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think mine was probably today. That's why I was just so glad. It, I would have rented it, but it would have sucked <laughs> knowing that it was there like a couple days earlier. But mine was still there. No, and the only reason I let the credits play is because I was polishing up some of the notes. 
So like I was on like IMDb or Googling this and it was just playing in the background. And then I saw the light and I was like, it would fucking make me look at Evelyn one more time. Yeah, that wasn't the kind of movie that I would have. I'm going to wait around to see. Yeah. See if Iron Man's in this. You didn't know the house lights were going to stay on. No. (laughs) (laughs) But I liked it. I had fun with AMC Plus. Worth getting for a month or two. How many movies did you, how many did we watch? Five, six, seven, maybe? Uh, did that many? I don't know. I'd have to count. We did a, quite a few episodes yeah. just off AMC Plus. So One month of having it, not bad. I think that was, and that's the choice of what I wanted. I got to dabble in what I thought I would like, chose not to follow through on any of them. It had a lot of things that feel like they were mine. You know, like Shudder is a place where like I'm like, oh. Well, see, I think I should have played on the Shudder side more. Because I would always go to AMC as a whole, so it would show the AMC movies with the Shutter movies in it. Um, yeah, and you could get buried in there. I like Shutter because it's a curated section. You know, that's all we have now. We don't get that enough. Is somebody like being like, "I want that for my streaming service." It's upsetting that like when Netflix started, we thought they were building a collection and it was just going to get better and better. And we didn't know that it was going to be this wibbly wobbly thing that was going to things were going to come and go and we're going to have to go find it somewhere else. Yeah. And there's something about Shudder by being like, you know, for this month, this is what we have. It feels like I'm being served like it's respectable, a nice meal of horror movies. Because I'm a weirdo. I want to watch fucking Castle Freak and you know, some of those movies that people are like, what? Well, right now is like uh, all the Evil Bong movies are on Peacock or Paramount Plus, <laughs> I think. There's like three or four I different watched a like, couple of those. And weed this, weed, like these crazy weed horror movies. There There's, was a lot of weed horror movies at the end of the blockbuster time. Yeah, there was one at Hollywood. Uh, I think, what did I just say? Evil Bong? Evil Bong. Yeah, Evil, Evil Bong, Bong for was, sure. There was a Shrooms. You remember yeah, that one? Yeah, and I saw Shrooms once, but don't remember it. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell you shit about it, but I definitely watched it. Because at it. the video store, we were like, oh, we got to check it out. And then you watch it, and you're like, what? And, you know, 10 years later, it's what What the fuck was that about? Some of the problem with the streaming era is that I'm not willing to spend time on things like this movie sometimes. And uh, I think that 29% Rotten Tomatoes rating for this movie has a lot to do with the fact that more people are like, oh, what's that? (laughs) They weren't put in the proper section. I know this one was on IFC, not Shudder, but Mm -hmm. this is the kind of thing I would find on Shudder. No, and I mean, if you've seen horror movies at all, you should kind of, you should be able to gauge it at the beginning of the movie. And this movie was a movie for horror fans our age so it was directed directly at us it had that synth music at the beginning and the end yeah i like myself opening credits with the inside of the vcr yeah the inner workings of the vcr the heads and everything macro lens yeah yeah i like that um 92 summer 92 is when they opened the store early 90s that kind of threw me off at the beginning because i was like i i thought from the trailer i thought they were video store clerks when it said 92 at the beginning of it i went a large portion of the movie thinking it was still the 90s, like that it wasn't that far after. And then I was like, wait, they're kids in the beginning. Yeah, they were kids. They just didn't give you a, like, present day or, like, 2000. You need the present day I know day you didn't thing. need it, but just because you didn't give it to me, I got a little lost for a second. Okay, hey, what's up with Hank's hair? Hank's hair is wild. <laughs> it's like a fucking Stephen King. This is like a sometimes they come back. So, I mean, I've got that real high hairline. You know, I've got it's it's awful and it's just creeping. 
What they did with Hank, it's like receding hairline. It's got the island in the middle. The but they Rob- gave him the like stand by me greaser haircut. Yeah, the crybaby fucking yeah. uh, <laughs> the outsiders, the pony boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, man, I was. You like, walk into a barbershop and you're like, "Give me the Matt Dillon." But it's like 2015, <laughs> and you're like, "Give me the Matt Dillon." <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Uh, do you have any Dapper Dan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, man, they did Hank wrong. You know, Hank was, Hank might be the most versed, you know, performer in this movie. He's, he's definitely had the biggest roles. Bria Grant was in Heroes back in the day. Mm. She was a, a superhero. Okay. okay. And I, I think she was like a Flash girl. Like she could, she moved really fast. But that was the first time I ever saw her in anything. See, I thought she looked familiar, but I couldn't place her face to anything when i looked through her imdb i was like nothing's nothing rang a bell to me like i knew her from that you know i didn't get like yeah. that punch but uh hank i saw his face and i was like this guy looks familiar and i was thinking that what's his, uh graham skipper was in more that i had seen as well because you know i watched so many of the found footage i i was like he had to have been in one of these found footage but, but he wasn't i hadn't seen really anything that he was in and i'd like to see chase williamson and more stuff just as a presence, he's good at playing that kind of guy. Kind of thrown off that he's Dave, and then this, he was John. Well, and I feel like he's going to look like he's that same age for a while. Yeah, for sure. Because he's probably our age. Yeah. But, but he, lo- he could play a, like, a younger, late 20s yeah, person. Easily. The 29% audience score just wasn't for you. That's people stumbling into it. If you're into this kind of horror movie, it's pretty fun. It yeah, was, if you... It was a good an hour and a half. Less than an hour and a half. That's not... Yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna be sorry. No, and it's just even seeing a video store with that many VHS tapes, that you know, it, it wasn't as prominent as we thought it would be. But just seeing it was good. It was cool when they finally get in the office. I'm like, yeah, it would have an office like small like that. It was just it was a video store. Oh, that's what our video store's office looks like. <laughs> Almost exactly like that. Like crappy, like home built wooden shelves and old DOS computers that had fallen apart. Oh, yeah, like no. Macintosh. Yeah, what did you call that? What, what were those? Like the dot matrix printer? Is that what they Oh, were? yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to peel the thing off the side. We had that. <laughs> yeah, man, I feel like... We, we made were... everyone sign for their movies, and it was totally futile. Like, how how do we even order paper for that? Because I know that we'd get, a like a, like, a, you know, like a roll of it in the mail every now and then, and in my head, I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> Probably some sort of, like office distribution like there's company. warehouses everywhere full of that shit and we're just it's still there yeah i remember a guy dropping it off a couple times man no our our office was a good size it was also the candy storage room well, you worked for a corporate video store yeah i mean it had it had tile floor no <laughs> it was laminate uh, mine had carpet that somebody had probably peed on oh yeah not ours. i think there was a time there were cats in my video store like that lived in the video store like not like they like snuck in like the owner put cats in the video store oh no um like in clerks you can ask olympia our, our candy room was fun Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so next week we're gonna watch little joe on hulu it's been on there a while i started to worry a little bit I may watch it a little quicker. It's also been there a long time. Sometimes when they've been there a long time, 
Let's I didn't stay. realize it had been there that long, and I had seen a trailer for it at some point somehow. I watched. By the time we watched, it, it's not going to be streaming. For I wa- I showed you the trailer a few months ago. You did, but then I feel like because we watched it, like it popped up on something because everything listens now. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I like a clinical trial movie, and this sort of is. We may have to come back and do Spiderhead sometimes because I think Spiderhead got a bad rap. Oh, with the. Uh... Hemsworth. I think we just watched it, and then we were like, oh, fuck, we should have done an episode. Yeah, someday we'll do a block of clinical trials. Stanford prison experiment? Uh, That's not a clinical trial. That's a psychological experiment. Okay, hold on. Clinical trial. Oh, uh, what's that new one with uh, Depp's kid and uh, uh, Top Gun guy? No, it's not Top Gun guy. It's Glenn uh, from Scream Queens? It's Ready Player One guy and Johnny Depp's daughter. Oh. The space one. Oh, yeah. I kind of want to watch that. Have you never seen that one? It looks pretty bad and good, too. Voyagers. Yes. Is it Voyagers? It's got a weird cover. It's something like Voyagers. I've watched it. I watched it once. Oh, all right. I've seen it. I can't tell anything about it from the way you're saying that. I I I did my job. Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.